Hello, and welcome back to another of our special guest lecture recordings. This evening, we are joined by Dr. Antti Arpe from the Department of Linguistics for a comparison of Tolkien's Quenya to Finnish. Enjoy! Thanks, it's a pleasure to be here, even though I had to sacrifice a bit of midnight oil to <laughs> prepare uh, getting into an inspiring topic. One sort of starts delving into the depths and actually finds a lot of interesting detail that one, one didn't know oneself beforehand. And uh, so, yes, I'm, my intention is to talk about original inspirations, Tolkien's languages. I was at one point thinking of talking about. Um, uh, the multitude of Tolkien's languages, but actually there's uh, there's enough to be said about the relationship of of Quenya, Quenya and, and Finnish. And a bit of my self that's relevant with respect to this talk, uh, I was actually introduced first time in Canada as being born, bred, and educated in Helsinki, Finland. So having having Finnish as my as my native tongue, you might maybe know that Finland is bilingual as Canada, so I could be a Swedish-speaking Finn, but I'm not. I do have some Swedish-speaking relatives, and I have a PhD in general linguistics from the University of Helsinki in 2008. And my dissertation was on the application of statistical methods in the corpus-based study of explaining synonym choice with Finnish as the case example. The verse ajatella, miettiä, pohtia, harkita, corresponding to think, reflect, ponder, and consider. And you can start thinking whether or actually these four verbs here sound quenish or not. And currently I'm a, an assistant professor of quantitative linguistics and also teaching writing systems. An interesting combination. Uh, if we look at, uh, at Tolkien and Finnish and, uh, and not just the Finnish language and literature, so looking at, uh, at some of the writings of scholars who, who've, uh, who've looked, looked into into the into the creative process of Tolkien, that there seems to be two two angles angles there. That Tolkien has himself been on the record that that uh, Finnish, the, the language in in a sense, uh, was the original germ of, of Silmarillion and and Tolkien's mythology in, in general, in particular, the Finnish national national epic Kalevala. And uh, also, uh, well, this is something what Shippy, Shippy says is that Finnish is that Finnish was key to development of, of Tolkien's linguistic aesthetic style, especially in the beginning. It's really prevalent, but later on, still at least in let's say the phonetic, the, the sound of of of, uh, of the languages that uh, that the fair people in our Middle Earth speak, that there is a Finnish element. There. And some e examples that sort of hark back to Finnish uh, mythology uh, that we can contrast with Tolkien's own are the names Iluvatar and, and Ulmo and Silmarillion that sort of match quite nicely with some uh, uh, Finnish gods Ilmatar and, and Ilmoin in, in, in Kalevala. Um, and if we look at the details of, of of um, Tolkien and, and Finnish. So in, in, in 1910, when he was still still at King Edward's school, so hadn't yet gotten his scholarship for Oxford, he, he uh, happened to discover the Finnish national epic Kalevala uh, in that school's library and, and almost distracted his, his studies. And, and, uh, and at first, he, yeah, he uh, 
was able to scrutinize Kalevala uh, as, a, uh, as a transition by, by W.H. H. Kirby. And this is not the, not the first uh, uh, translation of, of, of Kalevala in, into, into English. And it's actually, I think, the second one. There was one something like 30, 40 years earlier. But that was not, the earlier direction was not, not directly from, from, um, from, from Finnish, whereas the one by Kirby is, is directly from Finnish. And uh, uh, if I uh, know correctly, so, so Kalevala, the name has sometimes been translated as, as the land of the heroes. And basically Kalevala, uh, 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 in Finnish, the la ending is the place of, of, of something. So that's basically the homeland of the heroes in the book of Kaleva, the, the, the place of Kaleva. And Kaleva could be seen as a, as a name. Actually, there's, I've got a cousin who's Kalevi. Uh, and uh, uh, there's a, uh, some letter by, by Tolkien where he says that this strange people and these new gods, this race of unhittable, low bar scandalous heroes, the more I read of it, the more I felt at home and enjoyed myself. And um, Tolkien sort of uh, uh, around this time started longing for actually seeing something similar, some uh, a mythology based based on 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 on, uh, on poems for for England uh, that, that maybe could he do that himself? Something that he felt in England was was lacking. And. Uh, his, uh, his relationship with, with Finnish and Kalevala continued uh, in 1911 when he um, uh, at uh, uh, Oxford uh, uh, found a Finnish grammar at the Exeter College Library and started working through Kalevala in the original Finnish. Um, and this uh, grammar has been based on uh, lending records at the Exeter College Library being established as one by CME Elliot, the Finnish grammar from 1890. I'm able to establish how critical that that is, is but uh, at that time linguistics was was uh, pretty proper. So I think it's a, it's a good representation. Um, uh, and uh, talking did really sort of tackle tackle uh, Kalevala. Kalevala in in Finnish using 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 this this grammar, but uh, as far as we know, so he never made it to the bitter end. Quite similar to anybody who's been to Finnish school, so you're supposed to read Kalevala. You know the stories, and then uh, and at one point you decide that uh, you've read enough. Uh, the meter becomes a bit a bit challenging. And uh, again, um, Tolkien is is on record of, of saying that that. Uh, uh, being able to read read Kalevala in Finnish was uh, was like discovering a wine cellar filled with bottles of amazing wine of a kind and flavor, never tasted before. It quite intoxicated me, and I gave up the attempt to invent an unrecorded Germanic language, and my own language or series of invented languages became heavily Finnishized in phonetic pattern and structure. Uh, and uh, over uh, a few years. Uh, uh, Actually, this seems to go be going into uh, into the Second World War. So Tolkien developed this this Finnish-influenced uh, private language that he con called the uh, nonsense fairy language, to some degree of complexity, so that he started writing poems in it. And and uh, and the first one that uh, is I think noted in in, in Humphrey Carpenter's uh, book is is known as the Lasselanta. Uh, 
for which we know the, the translation for, for the name of this poem, uh, uh, leaf fall, me referring to autumn, uh, but uh, there's no, no actual, actual translation for these four lines. Uh, I'll address later on how finished they actually are. Ai lintu linda lasselanta, pilingve sujer nallaganta, kuluvi ja karnevalinar, vengatte singi eldamar. That would be a Finnish rendition of that. And uh, at this time, uh, Tolkien saw that this language uh, could be the one that was spoken by the fairies and elves uh, that Earendel saw on his voyage and uh, uh, could be seen as, as the kernel of, of the language that became Quenya or, or High Elven. Uh, and shifting uh, from, um, uh, from uh, uh, Tolkien's exposure to, to relationship to Finnish to, to Tolkien's uh, relationship with, with uh, uh, Finnish literature, uh, Finnish mythology, namely Kalevalas, that uh, Tolkien, Tolkien said that Finnish was the original germ of Silmarillion in, in actually two letters in 1944 and 64, letters 75 and 257. And he actually sort of uh, says, says 64 that the germ of my attempt to write legends of my own to fit my private language was a tragic tale of the hapless Kullervo uh, in the Finnish Kalevala. It remains a major matter in the legends of the first age, which I hope to publish as a Silmarillion. And Kullervo's uh, story actually is very, very, very greatly represented in, in the in the Narni Him Him Horem and the fates of Turin Puramba. And he also uh, uh, a bit earlier on had written to WH uh, Warden that the beginning of the legendarium that he created was an attempt to reorganize some of Kalevala, especially the tale of Puller with the hapless into a form of my own. So uh, Tolkien and Kalevala. Uh, Kalevala uh, was a 19th century work of epic poetry uh, compiled by actually a medical doctor by the name of Elias Lönnrot, who actually, the name is entirely Swedish, so he actually uh, was born into a, a Swedish-speaking family, by, but like a lot uh, of the Finnish uh, educated elite, uh, decided that they they can't uh, uh, force 90 percent of the populace to switch over from from uh, from Finnish to Swedish, and that was the time of nationalism, one country, one one language. So if you want to identify ourselves, distinguish ourselves from Sweden, it can't be Swedish. If you want to distinguish ourselves from Russia, under which Finland was a, an autonomous principality, it can't be Russian. So it has to be Finnish. A lot of these folks uh, were were native Swedish speakers, which we still have in uh, Finland, they actually st started learning Finnish and switching their languages over. And that's actually what happened with my grandfather's grandfather, who was a, was a, was a parish priest, that he decided that his, his uh, younger children were sent to Finnish schools. Um, so um, the 10% of Swedish-speaking uh, Finns started dropping towards the three, four percent that it's, it's nowadays. And, and so what, what Elias Lundbrot did as part of this national enterprise was that, well, we need that uh, national language and we need a national epic. 
people were thinking we might need a, a, a king of our own, but we luckily <laughs> didn't get so far. Uh, uh, and Elias Wernbrut uh, 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 traveled uh, uh, in, in the hinterlands of, of uh, eastern, eastern Finland, uh, uh, known as, uh, as, as Karelia, and collected uh, Karelian and Finnish oral folk folklore and, and mythology. And uh, to a great extent, so it's, there's the, uh, he collected a, a large number of, of poems that, that had similar characters and, and similar themes, but didn't exactly establish one, one entire work in the, in the sense that, uh, that uh, Homer's uh, uh, Iliad and Odyssey did that, that, that to a certain extent that uh, 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 Palavala is a product of Elias Lerner's reconstruction of these poems that he, uh, he collected, even though those uh, uh, original poem, poems are still, still in existence. Um, and one characteristic of, 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 this, uh, of these poems is something that everything learns at, at schools and associates with, with Kalevala is the trochaic uh, tetrometer, which you'll have a pleasure of hearing me render later on. And uh, um, some of the influence that, that Shippy uh, sees in, 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 in Kalevala uh, are, for instance, uh, singing contests be between wizards, so using the word instead of the sword or the staff, uh, the forging of, of the mysterious sampo as perhaps uh, 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 some sort of inspiration for, for the creation of the Silmarils, and then the, the story of, uh, of hapless Kullervoin in Narnarni in Huri. And uh, here, so here's a picture. He uh, Lund interviewed um, some, uh, or recorded, recorded by hand, some several ten of, of original story, storytellers, and the tradition was basically that actually uh, when you were telling these stories, that actually you were two guys, uh, and, and you were you were basically doing something like this, as you can see, as you can see in that picture, you get the rhythm, <laughs> like rowing, rowing, rowing a boat. So you see that, see that there. <laughs> you won't be forced to to uh, repeat this. Yeah, I don't so, know any stories, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you know Finnish, you'd. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah, well, because I do have the wording. <laughs> uh, so uh, about, uh, uh, and, yeah, the artwork that you're seeing uh, is by Akseli Galagala, who is one of our foremost artists from the nationalist era and has basically created the visual images of, of Galagala and Finnish, Finland's mythic past. And, and uh, here we have the, uh, the one, well, the main, main actor in, in, in Galagala, and the old and the state steadfast, and uh, and here we have the young Lap Jokahainen, uh, who is not so happy after what happened in the singing contest. So um, basically, yeah, and I had to note about this that this this picture here is is uh, con contain uh, pertains to to. Uh, to the forging of Sampo and its 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 fate after, afterwards, uh, with the with lady lady of the north north here, uh, than actually this this same contest. But you get that sort of impression of, of this sort of fierce but old 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 guy. And what the story basically is that that the young Jokahainen, uh, uh, having heard rumors of Vainamoinen, 
the whole and the steadfast, vaka vanha Vainamuinen. Wants to challenge Vainamuinen uh, 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 in a sword duel, but instead that uh, they start uh, contesting with spells and singing. And uh, it turns out that that, that Jokahainen's knowledge about the world is is light and frivolous, whereas Vainamuinen's knowledge is, is deep and profound. And uh, uh, in uh, in effect, then Vainamuinen. Uh, Sings Jokahainen uh, uh, into the march, into the into the marsh. That's still a Finnish metaphor. If, if somebody sort of speaks or sings you into the marsh, so you've been totally pummeled verbally. <laughs> we we, we learned that from, from and 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 Jokahainen being being in the marsh, stuck in the marsh, uh, has to then promise his sister Aino the fear to, to Vainamuinen, but uh, Aino isn't really that happy about this and actually decides to drown in a, in a lake. And then Jokahainen isn't so happy and, and tries to solve this issue, but, uh, but misses. And just to give you a bit of the feel of, of this, uh, this uh, tetrametric uh, style, so um, I'll just render the first part, part here. Lauloi vanha Väinämöinen, järvet läikkyi maa ja riisi. Vuoret vapsi seppa piisi, paet vahvet paukahteeli. Kalliokka heksi lenti, kiivet rannoilla rakoili. Trykkettä idea. And, uh, and in, in Kirby's, Kirby's uh, 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 transition, so there is actually this sort of same same uh, uh, tetrametric uh, uh, rhythm. Uh, I don't know if the camera renders. Sang the aged Vainamoinen, legs well up and earth was shaken, and the copper mountains trembled, and the mighty rocks resounded, and the mountains clove asunder, on the shore the stones were shivered, and so on and so forth, the many many the thousands of lines. <laughs> so you can imagine that the, 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 the picture people, uh, young, young Finns have there in their mind when they're learning this. And, and um, Shippi, Shippi makes the comment of, 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 uh, of seeing some resonance in, in Tolkien's writing in, in that, um, that this sort of singing contest uh, uh, as an example of, of, of magic uh, uh, which need, where wizards don't need a staff, but it's only from through words alone. And and, and uh, uh, he he notes that especially in, in the first uh, first part of, uh, of the Lord of the Rings, when 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 uh, when the hobbits uh, uh, are guests, that that tongue bombadils that they start speaking in verse, and there's a sort of singing, and and somehow. Somehow the uh, might of the of the ring doesn't really sort of seem to seem to touch Bombadil, but he's he's free of free of that and that elatedness and happiness. So uh, uh, another another aspect of of uh, of, uh, of, of uh, Kalevala that could be seen seen uh, uh, perhaps in in, in Silmarillion is uh, is the forging of, of the Sampo. Um, where basically, uh, well, we're, we're a sample which basically nobody really knows what it what it is. It's, it's described quite 
quite allegorically, it's, it's clearly, um, so here's the forging, I think this is Ilmarinen here, and, or Ilmarin, uh, and his uh, assistant, you can't really see what's happening, happening there inside. And, and somehow it's a, it's a uh, work of, of the master smith in, in Kalevala. It's handed as a payment for a bride, but then stolen back and then broken in pursuit. The picture we saw Vainem with the sword fighting the, the, the witch of the witch of the north. So, so that's that scene. And then, then when it's broken, it's surviving in fragments. And, and people feel that the, sort of the riches of Finland have been spread out. And no one knows what it is or was since it's, uh, since its loss is irrevocable. Uh, we, we know that it's a bright forged of a, of a kind of mill. Uh, it made sea salt, which was really valuable at that time. In a sense, like the symbols, uh, uh, a jewel, bright, hypnotic, intrinsically valuable, uh, quintessence of creative powers provoking both good and evil, uh, in a sense, an uh, incarnation of, of the maker's person, personality itself. And uh, again, a, a bit of a bit of rendering. Um, so let's see now. Here at the end. Now was winding the new sambo and revolve the picture cover. Chestfuls did it wind till evening. First for food it wound a chestful, and another round for barter, and a third it wound for storage. So riches. You can start feeling the monotony that Finnish school pupils experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the third. Uh, 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 Theme in in in, in Kalevala, Kalevala concerns uh, concerns Kullervo, and this is a this is a traditional scene where where um, where Kullervo uh, uh, has been given by 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 uh, his uh, foster mother uh, a, a, a loaf of bread with a stone hidden inside, and, and he has broken his knife, which is the only remnant of of, of his his own own own. Uh, own, uh, own own king and and he's he's now cursing cursing everybody for 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 this for this action and and uh, basically basically this is a pretty uh, Oedipus like like uh, like tale that you have have uh, two brothers uh, uh, Untamo and and and, and Kalervo, so Kalervo father Kullervo, uh were finally uh, Untamo simply simply kills his, his brother's Kalevo's people, but spares his wife, who later then begets uh, Kullervo. And Untamo sees the boy as a threat and tries to have him killed several times without success, because there's something magical about this boy. So then Kullervo is sold as a slave to, to the smith Ilmarilen. Uh, but then uh, bad luck continues. Ilmarilen's wife torments and bullies Kullervo, so he sends a pack of wolves and bears to church tear her to pieces, and then uh, Kulovo escapes uh, Ilmarinen's homestead and learns from the old age force that his family is actually uh, alive, and he, he's reunited with them. So it wasn't that, wasn't that uh, all of his family was, uh, was killed, but the majority. And, uh, and while he's returning home uh, 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 from paying taxes, he meets and seduces a young maiden, and only to find out that, that this, uh, this woman is her sister, who then kills herself 
and Kolarov returns home uh, distressed. And he then decides after all this uh, evil and, and uh, unluckiness to wreak uh, revenge on, on, on Untamo, his, uh, his uncle, and sets out to find him and wages war on him and, and, uh, and lays waste to all his people and, and then uh, returns uh, home to find uh, uh, the farm, uh, uh, the farm, farm devastated, and and he's totally, totally di distressed after after wreaking all all this evil, and then decides that that the, the only thing he can he can basically do is is his take his take his own life, and and this is a a, a section that's a, that's well known where he then finally takes this sword that he's been using to kill his his uh, uncles uncles. Uh, Family wreaking a lot of lot of evil, asking the sword, what does the sword think after taking all this innocence, innocent blood of, of uh, would it be happy to drink some, drink some uh, some uh, uh, evil evil uh, guilty guilty blood and uh, 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 is here uh, trans uh, translated uh, so this. Section is pretty, pretty, pretty well known. Ullervo kallervon poika, tempasi terävä miekan, katselevi kätelevi, kyselevi tietelevi, kysyi mieltä miekaltansa, tokko tuon tekesi mieli, syö syllistä lihoa, viallista verta juua, miekka mietti miehen mielen, arvasi uron pakinan, Vastasi samalla tuolla, miksen söisi mielelläni, söisi syöllistä lihoa, viallista vertajoisi, syö lihoa sytömänkin, juon verta viettomanki. The transition there. So if I've taken uh, the blood of, of uh, the uh, non-guilty ones, why would I not be happy to drink the life, life blood of, of, of cooler? And then he ends his life. Uh, so there's elements uh, that, uh, that this this particular story, in, in particular, particular uh, Tolkien actually rendered some some uh, pre uh, uh, Middle Earth, Earth, Earth versions of of, of of this part of Kalev. Uh, so such themes from from Kalev, uh, uh, but getting. Uh, um, uh, to actually, uh, the, let's say, the more linguistic perspective of of Quenya uh, uh, and Finnish, we look at the, at the, at this poem uh, Lasselanta. I mean, does this uh, feel feel Finnish? Is this actually Finnish? Uh, and uh, what I've marked here in in red are are are. Character sequences corresponding to to phoneme sequences that that would not really 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 fit with with Finnish, uh, but there's actually quite a deal that that uh, phonetically sort of sounds sounds quite quite possible, uh, especially if you take this uh, Y to be semivowel or or E, so suijer instead of a more 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 consonantal one. Um, 
and there's a large proportion of, of, of vowels and, and not really that many consonant clusters as in Finnish, uh, but there's uh, not really diphthongs apparent uh, to the extent that, that we have in Finnish. And uh, uh, Finnish uh, does have uh, voiced uh, uh, positives in, in, in certain uh, contents, voiced positives like this, uh, this D here, but not, not in this, in, as in this poem. So uh, it will require basically an inflected form. We have an intravocalic context, that, so you have gradation that, that uh, voiceless uh, uh, T would become a D, but this, this really doesn't work and, and uh, we, don't, uh, we don't have a voiced, uh, voiced, uh, uh, voiced g, g sound that doesn't really sound well. And, and also this Linda, uh, uh, and in Estonian this would work, but not, not, not in Finnish, Linda would, would work. And, uh, and also this, uh, this uh, uh, nasal ing sound here, you'd require a closed uh, syllable for this to work, sing, singi, singi. You know, actually in Estonia you could have singi, that would be actually pork, <laughs> but in, 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 in Finnish it doesn't work. Uh, if we look at the, at the, at the lexicon and morphology, so actually there's, there, the beginning is pretty, pretty uh, so uh, I is O, uh, sort of a surprise, Lintu is a, is a common Finnish word for bird. Well, then, then this linda really linda doesn't really mean anything. Las is actually sort of a, a colloquial form of, of Lawrence, Larry, uh, um, uh, and and then this latter oops, latter part uh, landa actually means dumb, <laughs> Man, manure, sort of bird, Lawrence, dumb. Pilling, pilling, pilling. Uh, oops, uh, 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 I can't really sort of morphologically see see what that could be in Finnish. Suyer could be a Finnish word. Um, uh, it could be a, a, a noun, a nominative noun. Nalla, yeah, that could be a, a, a Finnish Finnish nominative noun. Nalla, talla, talla. Yeah, so there's at least some words with, with that pattern. But again, this ganta. If it would be kanta, that would actually be a heel. But, but kanta doesn't work. But there's there's a an extent of, of you could see this as a as a as a nominative form. And then then interestingly we we, we have we have kuluvi, which is a bit sort of old-fashioned fashion form, uh, uh, meaning passive or or walketh or, or uh, 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 that this V ending is, 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 is quite old-fashioned, but actually if you listen to some of those passages of, of Kalava, you heard a lot of these sequences of, of V endings where, where, where one is saying, uh, uh, repeating different uh, third-person forms of verbs. Kuluvi ja karnevali. So ja, actually that would be and. Um, and then this karnevali, well, yeah, that could also be be uh, possibly a Finnish nominative uh, compound noun, but what that means, I don't have the faintest idea. Uh, in modern Finnish, this kulu will be kulu. That's how it will be uh, pronounced. And this vengmatte, uh, that te ending, uh, uh, that, that could work for a, 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 a second person plural form, 
um, possibly a, uh, there's no e here, so that would indicate that if this is a verb, so that would be a present tense, present tense verb. Uh, then, then really, is singing uh, and eldamar that they don't really have 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 much meaning in Finnish. But if you if you uh, Mark that as blue. But if you, if you look at the extent extent here, so so half of this material uh, that there is sort of uh, recognizable Finnish words, recognizable Finnish word forms. Uh, uh, there's a, a verb. There's a there's a there's a noun. So so there's actually quite a quite a deal deal of Finnish in this early early form. Uh, so unfortunately, Tolkien didn't uh, ever provide a translation for this. So we don't really know what, what he meant. And as you know, with, with, with Tolkien's work, uh, so with, with almost all of his work, he revised and re-revised his, his myths and his languages, including Quenya. And, and uh, uh, even though uh, the later Quenya, the, the, the mature one, retained phonological similarities, uh, the sort of morphological and lexical similarities that we see that they're no longer apparent in, in in, in later, uh, uh, later, later Quenya. Uh, an interesting aspect to, to how uh, did Tolkien produce uh, uh, such a such a poem uh, uh, with with so clear Finnish phonetic and, and morphological and, and, and lexical traits, um, and and this is actually a, a, a passage. Uh, one fragment from from the eighth eighth uh, uh, poem in 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 Kalevala lines one to sixteen, as they were translated by 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 Kirby directly from from Finnish, and these are these are presented in the introduction where Kirby discusses the translation process that, that he did in in nineteen oh seven, and I've understood that in a later version in the nineteen fifties, so so this part has actually been been uh, uh, been swept away. So this this is perhaps uh, uh, when when uh, Tolkien first uh, started studying Kalevala. So if he started sort of reading the introduction, this 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 uh, particular beginning of, of a poem here would have been the first finish that that Kale that, that that Tolkien uh, would have would have met. So here you have the Finnish Finnish original, uh, and uh, here the. English translation with the tetrametric form, and we start looking at uh, what sort of elements uh, are apparent here that 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 we that we see in a, uh, uh, that we persist in in in, in seeing in a, in, a, in in Tolkien's rendition of this early and later later Quenya. So we can we can look at the at the. Um, um, morphology and the, and the lexicon. So, so uh, in a lot of lot of Quenya uh, 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 texts, so one sees this sort of the use of, of, of the n ending, which uh, in, in Finnish is is uh, can be either a first person uh, singular uh, verbal ending, uh, or it can be a, 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 a case ending for 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 nouns in the genitive. Mostly, or, or in some cases, um, uh, in the in the inst instructive instructive case. So we see pohya, uh, uh, the north, 
uh, of the north, uh, the lady of the north, Ma, which is earth, man, so uh, of the land, Ven, that's a, a poetic version of Viden, so uh, um, waters, uh, of, of water, Ilman, Ilma, and so it's actually air, air, of, of the air, Vempele is an, is an arts and this W, we don't have a W in Finnish, but a hundred years back it was, uh, it was fashionable to write a, a, a V with a W. So uh, here's actually sort of, uh, um, and, and you also see with this Vempele, you see the case ending LLA, uh, which is the additive, so on top of, uh, so on, on top of, of, of uh, uh, on top of the arch of the air, uh, which is sort of a metaphor for a rainbow. Uh, and then we have here Taibon, uh, again a genitive form, actually uh, people have recollections of, of uh, old Germanic uh, Taibas uh, in, in, the, in the room, so that this is actually a Germanic loan, Taibon for, for, for sky. Of no old Germanic with the as, as ending. And again, we have a, another adhesive so on top of Gari, which is a bow, or in this case, rainbow. And, uh, and uh, then uh, uh, a, a different type of morphing that, that we see in, 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 in Quenya having the two S's, uh, but with an R, SSR. So that's an inessive, so that is uh, in. In, in an inner inner uh, locative case, so here at the e preceding preceding that is a, is the pool marker for all but the, uh, uh, but the nom nominative. So we have uh, two times here here the, uh, uh, the first the noun and and then then the adjective. So uh, yeah, dresses plural in 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 uh, in in dresses. Uh, um, uh, and then clean, in, in clean, clean dresses. So the uh, attribute, adjective also in, in, in essence. And then we repeat it again as, as you have often in, in Kalevala. So, valkeissa, vaatteissa, sort of in white, uh, uh, in, in clothes. Uh, and then, then a section where we don't really, really have any elements that we could, we could uh, see. Uh, uh, to have persisted in in, in Quenya, but here at the, at the very very end we we again encountered the, the LL, LLA uh, the adhesive um, uh, in a sort of a un, a poetic form that normally in Finnish one would have uh, the adjective before the noun, but then in poems you can have first the noun and then the, then then the attribute. So um, uh, and the adhesive. Uh, Sometimes can be used uh, as an instrumental, so with, so with a com, uh, uh, with a silvery com. This is uh, uh, these are the, these are the elements that we can, we can extract from this apparently first section that that Tolkien ever witnessed of fin uh, of Finnish uh, uh, that might explain why why that first first poem felt so 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 Finnish and. Uh, um, also, if we if we look at at, um, at the uh, lexicon part, so there's there's uh, 
there's a few elements already here that uh, that seem to have persisted in in in, in, in the in, in the Quenya Quenya lexicon. So uh, ilma ilma uh, in Finnish air. So uh, if one looks in in in, in the collected etymologies of, of, of Quenya, so one finds that. Uh, the, the root ilm, the region of the stars above the air, so that sort of fits nicely in here, and and uh, you see that form, for instance, in, in the in the abode of of, of Manwe Ilmarin, which is sort of pretty close to actually Il, Ilmarin, and uh, also we have here here uh, uh, compound compound word kulta kannas uh, kulta uh, uh, gold. Uh, uh, this is actually a, a long, long word, gold in 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 in, uh, in Scandinavian, uh, long, long, long to finish, which we which we see uh, uh, retained in in, uh, in talking etymologies as a as a as a, uh, as a fundamental root for cool, golden or red, and then this kannas, which is the, again one of these us. Uh, Ending loans from from Germanic where we retain that that uh, Germanic uh, uh, us that's uh, then disappeared. So kangas is actually cloth. So uh, uh, in the etymologies one can find kanga as 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 the root for for, for weaving. So there's there's uh, all sorts of elements. There's there's uh, there's uh, um, uh, phonetic elements that that talking talk we can see talking uh, continues to use in. Using Quenya, there is there is a morphological elements uh, uh, that he uses, though not necessarily with exactly the same 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 meaning. And, and then there is lexical roots stem, stem, stems that that he he, he continues to to, to use uh, in, in Quenya, just on the basis of this first little little passage. So, if we want to get to uh, uh, the serious linguistics part, <laughs> so. Uh, uh, Quenya uh, versus Finnish. That well, how similar are they uh, uh, in terms of their phonology, uh, in terms of the of, of their morphology and the le lexicon? So, uh, uh, if we look at look at uh, at, uh, at Quenya in, in terms of its vowels, one has uh, uh, five of them, uh, whereas in in, in in Finnish one has eight. So so we we have the the U, A, and U set of, of vowels uh, that, that play a part of, of, of the vowel harmony. Uh, uh, in both of, 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 of these languages, one, one has a distinction between short and long quantity. In Quenya, long is marked by, by, by an accent, whereas in, in Finnish, a, a, a long vowel is marked by a double, double vowel. Uh, there's diphthongs in, in, in both both Quenya and, uh, and and Finnish, but the number of uh, uh, amount of diphthongs in, in, in Quenya is numbered to uh, to six or seven. So I, au, oi, ui, eu, iu, uh, perhaps a, and that's that. Uh, whereas if we look at look at uh, Finnish, so, so the extent of, of diphthongs, uh, I couldn't fit them fit them. <laughs> Here, here in, in, in this table, so that it's an extensive part of Finnish. Uh, and uh, as I uh, mentioned, mentioned uh, uh, these these vowels that are missing from from Quenya. So uh, there is a phenomenon in, in, in Finnish that within 
the same same uh, base word, you can either have have uh, these a uh, uh, or u vowels uh, uh, by them uh, any any combinations of them and the middle vowels e and e, or then you can have a ö, and u uh, in in any uh, meaningful combinations together with. With the, with the e and a, but you can't have in in, in modern Finnish uh, uh, in the same noun an a and an uh, and an a or an a and an o. Uh, actually, this is on the on the way out in Estonian. Estonian keeps this difference only in the first syllable, but then then uh, uh, in the in the second and, and later syllables, so Estonian loses the the vowel uh, vowel harmony. And, and uh, obviously, uh, Quenya doesn't doesn't ha have this particular phenomenon. But one one characteristic that, that both uh, languages seem to share is that the, the, the extent of, of vowel sounds in, in Finnish is, is close to close to a half of the phonemes. And if you look at Quenya, you get the sort of same same thing that they're pretty pretty vowelish. Uh, and then if you look, look at the at the set of consonants, so. Uh, here, Quenya uh, 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 seems to diverge uh, uh, a bit from from uh, from uh, uh, Finnish that they they uh, seem to share to 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 a large large extent. Uh, uh, well, Quenya seems to have uh, the set of uh, set of uh, consonants that that uh, Finnish has, but there's there's a, a, a there's a, a a certain uh, there's voiced versions of 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 of, of, uh, of, uh, of plosives or plosives so so uh, alongside the t uh, p and, and the k one has the the, the d b and, and, and g which we don't traditionally have have in Finnish the d one one can only have in in, in gradation and one has these sort of uh, aspirated aspirated forms uh, h and h which we don't don't have in 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 Finnish, um, and likewise we don't we don't have have an f. In long words, an f would often be, become an hv. So the sofa becomes sohala, coffee becomes kahvi. Um, and uh, 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 what what one on the other hand sees in 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 in, in Finnish is, is quite a deal of of, of geminate. So basically, basically. Uh, 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 any of, of these uh, uh, consonants can can be doubled uh, and are, are, are uh, semantically uh, uh, distinctive uh, uh, all except uh, 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 h and uh, ho and, and, and de and I, I should have said v2 that, that uh, those are the three that would be not not be germinated uh, where one doesn't see that that so much in in, in Quenya. Uh, one thing that they, they both both share is, is that uh, there is a limited extent of consonant clusters uh, in Quenya, none in the word word final final positions, uh, and uh, yeah, the same applies to, to Finnish. That that if we look at the, at the, uh, applies to uh, Finnish. Well, word endings and to consonant clusters in, in, in general that uh, that if we do have a consonant cluster that uh, only or if it's not a geminate so only one of those so you would have two consonants and, and only only one of those would be a total 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 stop 
Um, and interestingly, uh, uh, this sort of uh, the set of word finals is uh, is uh, uh, is limited in the same way in 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 Quenya as actually in in, in, in Finnish. So you can end a word with a T, S, N, N, uh, L, L or R, uh, and, and we we have the same same in Finnish. Uh, and the only way only way we would get uh, uh, voiced versions uh, uh, of, of, of stops would, would be gradations were mentioned earlier this T becoming D so uh, hundred sata satem uh, satem languages so if we if I say over hundred so the genitive N so satan that's a closed syllable so it becomes satan that's the only place where you can get a proper D and we don't really have a native B and G even though people pretend that they're saying they actually end up saying P and P and K. Uh, so many many similar similarities, but but one could say perhaps that Finnish is even more vocalic than 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 than, uh, than Quenya. And and one sort of uh, the difference is also that that in Finnish the stress is always on the first syllable of a of a of a of a, of a stem word, whereas in in, in in, in Quenya, as far as we understood, so there's a Latin type shifting, shifting, shifting stress. So, what about uh, 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 what if we uh, go to morpho morphology? So, um, in, let's say from the typolo typological perspective, so so Quenya and, uh, and and Finnish seem seem quite quite similar. That uh, if we look at the at nouns, Quenya has some nine to ten cases, uh, whereas Finnish has 13 to 15 cases, and actually uh, that larger number uh, can be explained in the terms that, that we have both inner and outer locative, locative cases, whereas uh, Quenya seems to pertain more to the Indo Proto-Indo-European standard, which actually was close to what is presented in the Proto-Uralic standard, <laughs> a similar amount of cases. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Quenya is really rich in numbers, it's a singular plural, Partitive, which perhaps is masked and finished, but with the partitive case, and then then a dual, where Finnish is fine to work with the singular and plural. Though we know that historically there's been a dual, and, and actually in some related languages like the like the um, like the Sami languages uh, uh, in northern Scandinavia and the Sami languages uh, uh, in, in northern northern Siberia, they, they still have duals with languages on, on the outskirts. And an interesting difference if we look at, at the morphotax of, of, of of Finnish nouns and uh, uh, and, and uh, Quenya nouns is that uh, whereas in in, uh, in uh, uh, Quenya uh, uh, you uh, follow uh, uh, the, the number marking follows the case marking after the stem in Finnish it's it's uh, it's the number marking uh, the the e vowel that comes before the case and. Uh, on top of this, so we also have possessive suffixes. Actually, on top of that, we have a set of clitics that we could we could add. And it's interesting, actually, this difference because the, this sort of uh, uh, mismatch in the order of number and case that's that's what applies to 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 Hungarian, which has a rich rich uh, uh, case case system. But the, similar to Finnish, they've actually got three types of locational cases. But their the really their order of cases and number and positive suffixes is different. And then if we look at at, at, at verbs, so uh, it seems that here uh, uh, the influence of, of, of Finnish uh, Finnish is 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 
quite minimal other than, than, than having a, a relatively rich, rich, rich morphology. Um, uh, uh, what, uh, what seems to be, be, be common are, are two, two uh, suffixes for indicating, indicating uh, 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 two persons. So the first person singular uh, expressed by the, by the uh, end, so we find, find the same, same ending in Finnish. And then the pool uh, first person uh, for we, so uh, uh, you can find that in not in the pool first person but dual dual first person, and, and I mean these are spoken the same way. It's just to mark for English speakers that that is actually pronounced the the a there. But then then otherwise that that uh, if we look at the at the at the richness of the, which is that 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 you have. Uh, Having Quenya, that uh, that there is a uh, well, there, there are the uh, three persons, uh, first, second, and third, as as you have having in Finnish, but you have the three three numbers, singular, dual, and plural, uh, and in the uh, in the first and, and second person, plural uh, 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 and, and dual, you can uh, you can have uh, uh, the uh, either inclusive or ex exclusive. The, that you can actually interestingly see in some indigenous languages like like Cree here in Canada, and then in the second person address forms you have you have a distinction between familiar and formal, and, and Finnish simply simply has singular and plural and first, second, and third. And that's that's that. And if we look at 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 the at the, at the simple tenses of Finn, Finnish has present and past future ex ex expressed with the with the with the present tense, whereas. Uh, Quenya uh, boasts with, uh, with uh, yeah, your Indo-European dream of artist, present, past, perfect, and future, and the speculation there might be Hufifer and others. What Finnish does have uh, uh, are four moods, uh, the indicative, imperative, conditional, and, and, and potential. And we also have, have two, two morphological, real, genuine voices, so active, active and, and passive. So here, here, other than this sort of, um, these uh, two uh, uh, person uh, suffixes, uh, 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 one could say that there's Quenya and, and, and uh, Finnish are similar in terms of morphological rich, richness, but in terms of how it's actually actually realized, it's quite different. So then, then to the, the to the nitty nitty gritty details of of. of of the of the case systems, that you might re recall that there were there were cases used in in in, in Quenya that sort of uh, seemed to have been lifted from 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 Finnish, uh, uh, but to a, a large extent they end up having slightly different different uh, uh, meanings in, uh, uh, in 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 Quenya. And uh, well, the one one obvious thing thing here is is that uh, uh, if we take the Finnish case system at its maximum maximum extent, so there's a, there's a full 15 cases that are possible for a select set, set of, of nouns. There's a few few cases here that that are no longer really really genuinely productive, and for instance, accusative in, in Finnish is is uh, is. Uh, is as a separate case only possible for personal pronouns and and uh, and uh, who the, 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 the uh, uh, accusative of of, of, of to who uh, 
uh, whereas the, the set of cases in, uh, in, in Quenya, Quenya is, uh, is sort of well, two-thirds two of what you have in, have in Finnish. So uh, the interesting part, part here, I'm, I'm taking just one, one example here, I'm, I'm focusing here on, on, uh, on, uh, uh, on the singular, singular forms because this would otherwise sort of just, just explode. Is that if we remember that that the C is actually denoting uh, as in as in uh, uh, classical Latin uh, the, the K, so so uh, interestingly, uh, and the Y could be seen as a, as a, as a semi-vocalic uh, uh, E, so actually you get a very finished word. Kiria uh, 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 is actually book coming from Kiria to to embroider. Uh, so. Uh, If we, if we, uh, we simply take a take an over, overview of the, of the Quenya system, so nominative as, as in many many languages, so so as a, you don't you don't have any suffix, so you have simply kirya. Accusative is marked by 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 the doubling of the final final vowel, uh, or you get a form like kirya, which is actually could be a finished form. Of, which explore those later on. Uh, uh, there's a dative dative form in in in, in a, in Quenya marked by the suffix n, kirian, um, uh, which actually won't be a finished genitive. There's a genitive kirio, which doesn't really have a, uh, have a that will be an uh, independent, non-independent form of a, of a, of a, that would need to be attached to a, to another noun to work, work in Finnish. Uh, you have this sort of interesting Possessive kirjava, which all, with the ba ending, which also has a, has a Finnish meaning, uh, but not not exactly what you have here. Uh, the locative locative has the two s's and, and e kirjasse. That actually uh, wouldn't really be a proper Finnish form, but actually would be a proper Estonian form. Um, uh, one has a, an allative with the, with the, the n and a from kirjana. It also resembles a, a one particular Finnish case, but with a bit different uh, meaning. Uh, the LLO for ablative kirjallo, which sort of comes close to Finnish, but not exactly, and, and uh, with a slightly different meaning. Then the nen ending, kirjanen, uh, that actually also has a Finnish meaning, but not, not that instrumental, uh, and this respective kirjas, which doesn't really uh, have a other, any other proper meaning that, than uh, in a colloquialism that it would actually be the kirja with the second person possessive suffix, so kirjas is kirjas, there's your book. That's what you, but I don't think that this respecting refers to that. <laughs> so if we, if we look at the, at the sortiment of, 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 uh, of uh, at the Finnish uh, 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 case system, so we, we see many familiar, familiar name, names here uh, on this sort of case list uh, uh, present, presented in, in the traditional order, the, the one thing that, that we don't we don't have in, in, in Finnish is a uh, is a is a dative uh, dative uh, case that that seems to be an in, Indo-European thing. So we have a nominative uh, 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 um, with uh, with a zero marker, and I'm, I'm now using the the the. the Phonemic uh, corresponding in Finnish, which does mean does really mean mean a book, 
and we, well, somebody will use this, this as evidence that the languages are, are similar because you've got these two sets of words that actually mean different things but, but uh, follow pretty similar patterns. Uh, if we look at the Finnish accusative, so, so that you, you would not use, well, you would actually use a genitive or the partitive, so kirja or kirjan for, for an object form, but where you do see uh, still a remnant of, 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 of the accusative cases is, uh, is with uh, personal pronouns and, and uh, the question, question form, whom, whom, whom do you talk to, whom do you, whom do you see, genet. Uh, the genitive, uh, there we use the N, so kirjan, so of the book, or also if I, uh, it's also used as an object form if I read the book in, in, in its entirety, so so completed aspect. Uh, we have uh, uh, the not functioning, uh, uh, so now, now we get into into um, uh, three or, uh, old grammatical cases that used to have locative meanings, but have, have lost them, uh, uh, and, and have more, more grammatical things, even though they actually play a part in the locative places, case later on. So na is known as the esiv, which uh, 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 with, uh, with uh, kirja becomes kirina, so as a book. What do you think of something as a book? Or do you think of that as a book, kirja? Uh, but it does still have some fossilized forms where it actually has a locative meaning, so kotona, at, at home. Uh, the partitive, uh, uh, that's the other object case that, that, that we can use, which means typic, uh, uh, typically uh, an unfinished uh, uh, aspect of, 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 of doing a, 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 um, conducting an activity on, on an object, so kirja, so part of a book, you could, or you could refer to, to a part of a book. But you still see, see that, that part is used in, in this old uh, locative, so partitive, departed, meaning in, in kotoa, coming from home. And finally, uh, uh, among the, the, the uh, grammatical cases, there's a translative the, the, with the xi or xe ending, so kirjaksi, uh, turn something into a book. It's a tra trans state translation. Uh, we don't have, uh, that translative uh, used to have this locational meaning meaning in, in, in Finnish, which, which is, is only remaining in, in this one, one uh, um, adverbial or postposition, luokse, which is to go by somebody's place. So if I come to sinun luokse, I come by you. Sinun luona, that's by you. Sinun luota, that's from you. So those are the only places where we have a locative meaning, meaning left. But we don't have that uh, with, uh, with, uh, with the home, home term. And then we get two series of, 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 uh, of locative cases. So the uh, uh, inner locative uh, uh, cases where one is inside, uh, 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 so the innocent relative and illative, which can be actually seen as, as having that S element meaning uh, inside, sisällä, combining with uh, actually the essative and partitive and, and resulting in the in the case endings uh, SSR and, and STR. Uh, in Estonian, one has an, an analogy uh, in the third form with, with SSA, which one sees in 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 in, in Quenya. But that in, in Finnish, we, we haven't haven't gone through that process. We don't have some dialect. So we have kirjassa kirjasta kirjan. So you you have something in a book, 
uh, you read something out of a book, so out of what's innards, or you uh, 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 write something into a book, kirja. And so this uh, uh, SSR can be seen as a, as a, as a result of a, a combination of S and, and Na, and the S, S as a combination of S and, and Ta. And then we have the outer, outer cases where there's a similar process of, of also being on, on top of something or, or by, by something. Uh, so the, uh, and again, uh, this L assimilating with the S and the parted uh, case. So we have adesib, avalsib, and avalsib, uh, adesib, kirjala, meaning, or basically uh, on a book, but it can, it can also mean uh, uh, be instrumental. Um, with the book, and also has a positive meaning that that the, uh, that the book has has something. Book by the book is something. That's how Finnish expresses possession. Kirjalta, so that would be off the book, and then kirjalle would be on on top of the book. And in addition, in addition we have we have uh, 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 three further cases which uh, uh, actually left one out. We have so many cases that we can forget one. So there's, <laughs> there's the comedy which, which only occurs in the pool, so you can say kirjoinen, so somebody came with his book, or somebody came vaimoinen with his wives, even though he comes with only his wife, one wife. There's the instructive, which also works mostly in, 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 in the the pool so kirion so so um, I attack that that uh, blasphemous theory with with books <laughs> so with with kirion and uh, there's a prolotip which is really restricted and this is sort of a bit stretching you could say that kirioitse through books and the one that I forgot was was the abessive which is the the, 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 the uh, counterpart of the cognitive so so uh, the TTA Kirjatta, uh, can can you do something without? So it's without something. So actually, we do have 16 cases, but well, give or take, <laughs> take a few. The interesting part about this 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 kirjot is actually that there's a there's a one form uh, there's a uh, uh, quite common form teitse, which refers to by the road, and that can be compounded with uh, with the many elements to produce things like sahkapu, like uh, um, uh, with medical operations, and there's actually something like 4,000 uh, cases of compounds with, with uh, some medical procedure like laparoscopia, laparoscopy dates. So you do something through the way of something. So it's actually becoming grammaticalized and, and turning into into a into case case in itself. Originally, that say apparently was was sudamitse so through the heart. So there's a sort of process of automatization going on, and if we if we want to uh, 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 look look at take take a take a view at do things in in in, in Quenya and Finnish, uh, and you could see that there are similar forms, but but do they do they work work uh, uh, similarly? Uh, and here I'm, I'm simply operating with the, with the Quenya case markings, uh, cases, and, and their markings, and I'm then providing providing what the, what these particular uh, forms would actually mean mean in Finnish. And I, now I'm brutally re reading Kirja uh, ship, uh, 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 which in Finnish would be Laiva as, as a Kirja book, 
just for the sake of, of because I find it's fun. So with the nominative, you don't have any 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 basic form. So Kiria, so so that that would be in Quenya. Quenya a ship, and then well, in Finnish, the, 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 this form would be considered nominative a, a book. Uh, the accusative uh, is sort of uh, lengthening the vowel, so kirja, kirja, so boarding a, boarding a, a ship. Uh, that in Finnish does have this sort of object use uh, uh, as the part of it, so you'd be reading a book but you haven't finished it yet. Uh, if you look at, at the dative ending, so you've got the N, kirjan, and in 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 Quenya, so that would be the giving something to or for a ship, whereas in Finnish that's that's a genitive, so it's the uh, it's the length of a kirjan pituus, or then you could say that I, I read read a book to its finished luin kirja, uh, that you get this finished aspect. Uh, the possessive, uh, uh, and yeah, you can hear it then on, on the on the on the left see the case that we'd be case suffix we'd be using in Finnish to express roughly roughly the same same form. So we'd be using actually something something quite different. And one can see that there's there's sort of we'd be using a bit different different differently the the the, the, the Quenya, Quenya case in things. Um, so the possessive possessive case in in, in Quenya Va, uh, so that's not that wouldn't be really a, a, a case suffix in Finnish, but that actually a derivational derivational uh, 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 suffix kirjava, uh, so of 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 a ship, where uh, perhaps a, a term I gave for that would be uh, something that is equal to something an equative, so uh, bookish. <laughs> it's a bit like uh, in, in Rus Russian krasna krasnaya. There's a, a similar. Uh, 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 similarly, feel, feel a sort of attributive meaning that that has has a degree of, of, of possession. Uh, if we look at the Quenya Quenya uh, locative, the SS Kiryasse in on a ship, uh, if we sort of uh, think that, that this is just a bit more finished with respect to the a ending, so one could see that as as Kiryasa, so in a similitive. Uh, in, into a book. So there's sort of a similarity, but this would actually be a very good form for Estonian. Then Kirjanna, um, the relative in, 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 in Quenya, so onto a ship in, in Finnish that would, that would uh, strike you as, a, as an essif, so like, uh, as or like, like a book. Um, uh, but having that original uh, Original uh, uh, locative meaning, so which would have uh, been in, in a book, with the ablative uh, ending kirjallo, uh, so from a ship. Uh, also, with a bit of stretch, you could see that in, in, in Finnish uh, as an additive ablative, so not from a ship, but to to a to a book or on a book or or, or with a book. And then the instrumental is an interesting ending. The nen, that's a, it's a the, uh, so uh, in uh, in Quenya Kirian it would mean it would mean by or with a ship, whereas in Estonia uh, in Finnish that would be the diminutive so booklet, <laughs> actually what, what that means. And then finally the respective s uh, 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 s ending. Uh, uh, I don't know does it really really work with uh, with uh, Kirian in terms of ship. 
but uh, one could sort of perhaps see this as an emphatic oh, 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 kirias, kiriapas. There is a form of how one could read that. And if we look look at these uh, how these quenya uh, uh, suffixes suffixes work, uh, uh, and and uh, 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 look at well, what would be the uh, the, the, the Finnish suffixes that, that would sort of uh, 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 convey a, 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 a similar meaning, we're, we're sort of we're sort of seeing seeing uh, uh, that the, that there's similar very similar forms, but the but the forms are, are used uh, somewhat somewhat differently. That that, that we have the uh, we have the ablative form here, where we have a similar form form here, here, but then then uh, uh, instead of the the quenya ablative now, which in Finnish would be the s, it would be using a, using the lle form here. Uh, with the locative, there's there's quite quite a similarity. Uh, well, uh, with the possessive, one would use use the the adhesive case here. Uh, with the uh, genitive, we'd be using the the the, the in Finnish, the N, which in in, in Quenya is 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 the dative one, whereas in Finnish we'd be using the the allative allative L for for a similar meaning, and then with the instrumental, so uh, it seems that this this outer outer uh, uh, um, locative case uh, uh, on on something uh, that's a multi-purpose case because. Uh, it, it has an instrumental and possessive positive meaning. Well, certainly one could use the, the, the N ending for the for the instructive. So one sees sort of similar forms, um, uh, almost used similarly, uh, but sometimes used actually quite quite distinctly, distinctively. And uh, also, we, if, we, if we take a, a brief peek at at the at the at the, at the numbers. Uh, so um, the proof for proof uh, and uh, uh, and and dual forms of of a, of a, uh, of a, just a, a selection of, of, of these uh, of, of Kenya forms. So if we form the proof of 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 Kenya ships, so Kirya, so that 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 has that has no no meaning meaning in, in Finnish at all. It seems to be, be a sort of German. Germanic influence and in Finnish would be using the 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 the, the T so Kiria the final T and we'll actually see that sort of it turns up somewhere elsewhere here uh, and then if we look at the at the uh, plural the locative so so one has the plural ending coming here at the end I was talking about the mor morphotax so S is followed by Kiria Sen whereas in Finnish we put the uh, the uh, plural form. Uh, e here uh, uh, between the stem and, 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 and the case marking, so kirjoissa instead of kirjossi. And then if we look at the dual uh, in the nominative uh, in Quen, uh, in, in, so kirjat, so interestingly, uh, that dual having two, exactly two books, nicely corresponds with the, with the Finnish pool kirjat uh, having. Well, many, many, many books. So similarities in in, in, in feel and shape, but but uh, but sort of, uh, and sometimes they sort of actually match, but often often they, they don't. 
so beyond uh, beyond morphology to finish finish with the, with the, with the lexicon. So it, it's sort of seen on basis on the basis of this. Uh, um, Lasselland, that, that there, there could be quite a, an extent of, of, uh, of, uh, of uh, uh, words with, with clear Finnish, Finnish origins in, uh, in, uh, in Quenya. But if we, if we look at the, uh, there's a study by, by Harri Perälös looked into in the Quenya words and the etymology. So there's basically only 11 words for which you can sort of really uh, genuinely see that 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 they they have a Finnish counterpart. So basically. One percent of the, of the thousand words, so uh, one has uh, uh, the, the stem anta uh, uh, for giving, which in Finnish would be anta. There's this it uh, uh, as a prefix for for out, which in Finnish would be eter etu for to the front. Uh, hala uh, meaning a small fish, uh, which in Finnish would be kala, and it's interesting actually that in, in, in Hungarian, which is Related to Finnish, but almost as far as possible. So uh, what has happened is that their 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 fish is actually hull has this H ending here. Kulta uh, so flame color golden red, kulta gold, lapse uh, babe, lapsi child, nasta in Quenya being spearhead point or triangle, nasta in in modern Finnish being thumbtack pin, panja so that uh, E is there a bit sort of a uh, Different from Finnish panja in, in fix or set, so put, place, set, lay. Rauta, copper, or change to metal in Finnish rauta, iron actually coming from, from this uh, Germanic raud, which is now there's the red, the color of iron. Uh, tie uh, in, in Quenya for path, course, line, direction, way, which is still in Finnish, uh, has the exactly same meaning. And tereva, uh, 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 meaning fine, acute, coming from piercing or keen. Which in, 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 in Finnish still means sharp or edgy, actually coming from terra, which is the blade or the, the sharpness, something that is sharp. And then, then finally, we have one has a tool, which one recognizes from, from one. Yeah, it also often has come in Finnish tool, tool. In addition to these, so there's, there's a, quite a bunch of, of false friends in. in in, uh, in 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 Quenya uh, that that certainly have a, have a Finnish meaning but quite different from one that one 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 that uh, yeah if you be using these uh, in, in in Finnish expecting uh, the, the Quenya meaning that you wouldn't want to refer to your um, uh, Finnish mother calling them amme because that is that is bathtub. <laughs> Arka in Quenya, narrow in Finnish is shy or timid. Harja to possess in Finnish harja would be a brush noun. Kuma with the accent making that long, referring to the boy in Quenya. Kuma is actually hot. And lanta to for lasse lanta. So yeah, in Finnish that is dung or manure. Poika, clean or pure. Um, in Quenya and Finnish, you'd be talking about the boy or son. Raka, wolf in Finnish, uh, means rough, uh, raw, or cruel. And then Vala, which you have in, in, in the name of the Vala, so power and God, uh, in Finnish, that, that uh, would mean an oaf. So there is perhaps, uh, some people see that actually the Vala would be, would have, would be bound by an oaf to, 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 to Arda. 
and, and there's uh, approximately, according to, to Harvey Perales, some 80, 20 words in the etymologies that, that can be found in Finnish, but with quite a different, different meaning. And if one looks at the entire set of some, some thousand um, words of Quenya vocabulary, so, so uh, of, of the rest, so basically two-thirds could in principle be, be Finnish words, uh, but uh, quite a deal of them just don't, don't mean anything in, in Finnish, and then there's one-third of, of, of those uh, uh, thousand words which really don't have, have any, any Finnish, Finnish meaning, meaning at all. So, uh, Quenya versus Finnish to, to finish with uh, with uh, with Elisarza uh, uh, all taking problem that taking kingship and I've been sort of try try to parse that, that to what extent um, could one sort of uh, stretch this as as Finnish so Ariello Endorena so you want want to clearly see the 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 Elolo the the external locative locative uh, uh, case uh, case there, even though uh, without the T, so there's not that sort of departure as aspect one would expect in Finnish. It's endor endorenna, so uh, 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 as a as a, a locative uh, 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 in in Finnish that would have that sort of acid reading, and then with what, with the with the verb. Utulian, so Finnish verbs don't, don't have these sort of augmented uh, prefixes, but then the rest, Tulian, uh, Tulian, uh, so the N, N ending and the stem here, so could, can really be uh, seen as come and, and, and first person singular. So, uh, well, the, the, the proper Quenya reading would be out of the great sea to the middle of the and come, uh, but if I sort of start seeing uh, this from the Finnish perspective, so uh, I'd see C in the adhesive uh, with Middle Earth and the essive, uh, and, and uh, we don't have a perf uh, in simple cases other than present and past, and that sort of looks very much like a past case. So, on the Great Sea, like as Middle Earth, I came. <laughs> if I sort of read that uh, in, 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 in Finnish, but if I, if I want to render this, this meaning in Finnish uh, in a poetic meaning, so uh, I'd say. That would be a, a proper Finnish rendition of the same same meaning. And here, actually, the the, the, the formal form with the olen, but but it's been contracted into this one. But you see see some similar similar elements here. And um, if we look at the latter part of 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 of. Aragorn's pretty pretty good singing and actually pretty good pronunciation. Mm. So here I must say that that um, after uh, after Maruban that this doesn't really sound sound that Finnish Finnish anymore. Um, one can recognize that well, Sino is actually uh, uh, referring to here. Uh, Reminds me of a false friend in uh, between Finnish and Estonian. If uh, if uh, uh, I in Finnish say that something is over there, I say Siina, and if you ask an Estonian where something is, that they, they say it's Siina, they're not pointing anywhere. They mean it's here. 
So you're always wondering, see, you know, where? <laughs> so, yeah, so if you combine Finnish and Estonian, so, so you get a, get a reading there that Maruban, there's, the, there's a future, future Uva element which we don't have in Finnish, so the first but then the N, N is certainly a, a, a first person singular, the, the living, uh, li stem uh, denoting living really, really. I can't really find anything that would work for Finnish. And R, R for and, so in Finnish that would be ja. Uh, Hildenjar, so, uh, well, having a possessive, possessive suffix, that's, that's sort of uh, conceptually similar as in, as in Finnish. And then it's sort of ten, ten ambar metta, so till, till word, world, and allative. So in this space, I will abide at my ears until the end of the, end of the world. And if I look at from Finnish perspective, so so yeah, there, there, uh, I will live in the present sense. So in Maruban, there's no e, so that couldn't be a past. So it would be a present tense form. So there, there, I will I will live. But if I want to represent uh, represent this in this in Finnish, Finnish in the same uh, same way. So tässä asun ja lapsni asti maailman loppua. That would be a Finnish rendition of this. So, yeah, Kwenya versus uh, versus Finnish. There's there's uh, many uh, phonetical and and, uh, and uh, structural, morphological and, and lexical similarities, including the obvious inspiration in, in the origin. Uh, but we can clearly say that that they're they're not Uralic languages. So Perla also concluded. In, in his in his study, many similarities, but they don't form form a language. <laughs> so, thank you for attention. I don't know if we have any time for a couple questions. If anyone has, if you yeah, like I'm not running away, so unless <laughs> you're so. overwhelmed by Finnish morphology. <laughs> So where, yeah. so where do the other two quarters, uh, two thirds of Quenya come from? Do you know? Sorry. Where do the two uh, the other two thirds of Quenya come from, or is that purely invented? Do you think? Um, I can't. I can't really. I mean, my, my guess would be that there's there's um, um, that Tolkien has lit element for languages that that he he likes. So I mean, there could be Germanic, there could be some some Semitic Semitic ones, but I, I can't really. Really say that, but there's, I mean, like like this ar ar ambar. So there, there's there's certain certain aspects that sort of seem to have that general Indo-European Germanic uh, uh, Germanic uh, flavor. I, I I'd say. But uh, unfortunately, I was not able to. Uh, one the, the one can actually uh, uh, find on, on on the web a, a, a list of of. Uh, words uh, of the original Panya words that that that, that Tolkien was uh, was using in the beginning, and there actually the number of Finnish word, words is is, is is later than uh, is greater than, than later on. There's there's a word for, like for Kanter, the instrument that <laughs> that Panaman went in place, which I don't think that uh, persists in, in 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 later 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 Panya. So it seems like with this revision that that. That there would have been a larger proportion of actually Finnish words in, in the original well, form for Kenya, which then, then for various reasons, uh, Tolkien 
revised and revised. Is there any sort of speculation about what kind of object the Sampo was? So, yeah. Is there any kind of speculation as to what kind of an object the Sampo was? Uh, uh, there's there's a, there's a, some theories that it would have been like the like the navel of the world. That <laughs> uh, there there's in, in many Fennoyuk uh, uh, peoples there there's a myth of of, of of the navel of the world, which basically keeps the the pole star. On, on site and everything uh, revolves around it, and, and that, that they would have had something to do with that. Uh, but it's mm, mm. so. Well, there's been some fantasy films where it's been tried to be represented as some supernatural object that gives you some some great great powers. But there's, but it's it's it seems like it's in these in these stories. It's it's uh, it's presented in a way that's it, it almost intentionally obscure. That, that it provides various things. How it does that is, is entirely magical. That, that uh, um, producing sea salt, <laughs> uh, historically that would have been really valuable for preserve, preserving foods. But uh, no, I mean, uh, there's no real, real theory. Or let's say there's no credible theory. sort of a mill. But yeah, yeah, yeah. My recollection is is that uh, that uh, there's a there's a let's say a strong intuition that 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 nouns would would end, end with uh, end with a vowel. Often often in a if we and often finally in a sense that if one looks at at, uh, at those few words that sort of seem to be similar between Finnish and 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 and, and Quenya, that the, that the form that it, that is usually Quenya would be would be the the inflected stem. So lapsi is, is the uh, alone standing form in, 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 in for child in Finnish, whereas lapse is is the form that you would use uh, in inflected forms. Lapse, lapselle. But um, I, I don't I don't know the entire content of, of the Quenya lexicon to answer this this uh, exhaustively. Yeah. Apologies for that. Enough morphology for <laughs> one here. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming, and thank you to everybody who came out tonight as well. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and um, if anyone is interested in um, joining us for our regular book studies there um, on Mondays from 12 to 2 in this room and we're reading The Return of the King, so you're all welcome to come to those as well if you would like. Thank you everybody. Uh, and there, there's actually an advertisement, I almost forgot that, that there's, there's another talking buff in our department, uh, uh, Professor uh, 
uh, Ben Tucker, who's now on sabbatical, and he's just waiting to get back so that we can co-teach a course in Tolkienian linguistics next uh, fall semester. Uh, so we've gotten the department approval for having such a course. Uh, we're yet sort of figuring out uh, how we will be placed in the course structure, but the intention would be that it would be open for anybody who's interested, so that there would not be a, uh, a rigid prerequisite. That's that's what we think that makes most most sense. But but in a sense, if you would have done Ling 101, uh, there would be a, a, the basic course. There would be Ling 102 type elements like. Uh, of language typology, historical linguistic topics that one can easily address with talking, but perhaps uh, phonetics or some other aspects are at the moment more difficult to deal with. But we'll, we'll be, the uh, uh, course will be coming available once we just uh, set the code and, and, uh, and uh, have the code appropriate so that there won't be any, any prerequisites as far as, as I see. So, and the idea is as uh, in a run up to the last, last. Uh, uh, Episode of, of, of Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> so you're very, very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this evening's lecture. Farewell, and may the blessing of elves and men and all free folk go with you. Thank you.